0: Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking Podcast, a safe space for women ready for change. My name is Ms. Tasha Talks Life. I am a certified mindset and wellness coach and author of the book titled, Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once struggled with believing in myself, poor eating habits, and digestive issues. So I'm creating a community for women looking to prioritize their health and self-care so they can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. Join me each week for authentic, impactful conversation. Sis, we got this. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to another episode. Welcome if you're new. I am Miss Tasha Talks Life mindset and wellness coach. I teach busy moms like yourself, how to prioritize your health and self-care so that you can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. Um, whew, so this, I know, I, I feel like every time I get ready to, uh, to start the episode, the deep breath helps. The exhale helps. <laughs> So today's topic um, is warranted for this season. I feel like this season is the most stressful for moms, for dads, for providers, for people who want to give their families an experience, for people who want to show up and show their love for their family. Um, this is the most stressful season for myself, but this year I don't feel so, so stressed in that way. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, let me just back up and say, I don't feel stressed for the holidays, the shopping, the hustling and bustling. Like I usually do. But I've been feeling a little um, stressed in the fact of I am stretched too thin. So I am currently in um, a wellness academy where I am obtaining my certification as a health and wellness coach. Um, I coach college students um, part time. I. Am an educator full time of kindergarten students. I'm an AIS, mean academic intervention provider. I am a mom of three boys, a wife. Um, I'm a church treasurer. I podcaster, and I'm right now. I just launched my first coaching program. So I have five amazing women that women that are going through the program and. So, yeah, so there's a lot that's on my my plate and a lot going on. And so last week, I thought that I was coming down with something. So I took off. Well, I had an event on Sunday and it was so amazing. It was so dope. Um, I spoke at a vision. It was called the Visionaries Empowered event. Um, this couple put it together and it was, it was an experience. I had an amazing time. I sold some books, made some dope, dope connections. I can't, I just cannot wait. But, um, and that's really what it's about when you go to events like this. It's, it's about making impact, sharing your story, but also meeting pe- new people and developing relationships and networking and things like that. So it was a really, really good event. But afterward I was feeling really tired and, um, a little depleted and anybody i mean people for so many years told me that i was extroverted right and so i would always say i'm an extrovert i'm an extrovert i'm an extrovert but when 2020 happened and the world shut down and i got to rediscover myself and i got to um really tap into who i am what i like what i don't like and all of that I realized that I'm actually introverted um and what that means I think a lot of people uh, misconstrue introvert versus extrovert and an introvert is not someone that is necessarily shy because I'm not I wouldn't say I'm shy but I prefer a lot of the like I, I love my alone time I love um it really I really have to geek myself up, per se, to get ready to attend large events, to go to different things. Now, when I'm there, I'm not hiding in the corner. I'm not, you know, avoiding people. I'm not socially awkward. So being that I am comfortable with who I am and I'm going to speak up and I'm going to have fun, I'm going to, um, and I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not quiet per se. It doesn't mean that I'm not an introvert and I don't really, care. I don't, either way, extrovert, introvert, from what it, from my understanding is that introverts like to, they're like to be alone. They have to kind of build themselves up to go out. Extroverts thrive off of companionship, thrive off of being at social gatherings, thrive with being around people and things like that. So that's where I differ. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So after the event, I felt extremely depleted. I felt like I needed some time, And then I also felt like I might've been coming down with something. And so I took off work on Monday, um, kind of got myself together, you know, rested for sure. Um, I literally went to sleep. I got the kids out the house. And then by like eight 30, I was asleep. I didn't wake up till like one 30. I didn't get out of bed till about two 30. And I felt like, wow, like I didn't even realize that I needed that type of sleep. But anyway, so after the event, you know, I felt like I was coming down with something. So I took a little nap, whatever. Um, I took a day off. And then as the week went on, I felt like I needed more time. I was, my body was just, but I was negative when I tested for COVID. I wasn't coughing, no fever, nothing. I just, my body was just like, yo, chill out. (laughs) You need to take a chill pill. And so I listened to my body unapologetically and I got the rest that I needed. I mean, half day Friday, because I needed new tires, windshield wipers. I needed, uh, what else did I have? Something else I had to get done to my car, but for the most part, I literally rested. And so I feel so much better. Um, I feel a lot clearer in, you know, what I'm doing, my next steps, my next plan, my next goals, whatever. So I, Thought about this topic because right now this season is the season I'm hearing people say, you ready? You ready for Christmas? And everybody oh Oh God, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, you know, we have to do better. We have to stop stressing. We have to um, really start tapping into our mindset and really changing the trajectory of the things that are happening to us and our circumstances. And, you know, they say that stress is the number one killer And for a long time, I felt like literally I was thinking like being stressed is going to kill you. But what it really is in my research and learning more about the body and the mind and things like that, what really is happening is that when you're stressing, when you're stressing over things, over people, over circumstances, you're inviting disease into your body. You're inviting heart Ache into your body. You're inviting bacteria, negative bacteria, things like that, bad bacteria into your body. And what that is causing is sickness and is killing you. Right. So I'm going to teach you or tell you a few different techniques. Um, there are so many, but I just chose my top 10 that I implement and that I need to implement. Okay. Um, because guess what? Your girl don't got it all together. Don't have it all figured it out, figured out, but I am very intentional. I am intentional about doing the work. Um, I am, I, I cannot, I cannot. And I always tell my, my friends, cause I have some friends that are super duper worry warriors. I call them. And I try to tell them, don't worry until you have to worry. Right? Because worrying about yesterday is foolish and worrying about tomorrow it's madness because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. And what already happened, you, how you still worried about something that already happened. So, um, to my worry warriors, don't worry until you have to worry. For example, if you take a test at the doctor and you're waiting for the results to come, do not, I repeat, do not be sitting there stressing Easier said than done, but it's intentional. Stressing over the results, which they're not going to deliver to you for three to five days. And guess what? The results come back negative and you have stressed your chest for three to five days over something that is negative. So we have to really understand the damage that we're doing to our body when we're stressing, when we're stressing over things. Stress is any change that causes physical, emotional, or psychological strain. Okay, so so am I preparing for uh, this episode? I came up with, I came across two quotes, and I love them both, so I'm going to share them both. The first one, the time to relax is when you don't have time for it. Sydney J. Harris. The time to relax is when you don't have time for it. And that was me that was me on Monday. I didn't, I, first of all, I feel guilty taking off work. I really do. And I don't know why, because I got, I got sick days for a reason and I need those. And that's why it's important to take those, you know, because guess what? If they needed that time, they're going to take it too. So the time to relax is when you don't have time to relax. Like what? I love that. That just was like that resonated with me, and I think it's because of lack, because of Monday. I had to take I took off because I was just exhausted, and my body was like no. Um, and then the other one is to experience peace does not mean that your life is always blissful. It means that you are capable of tapping into a blissful state of mind amidst the normal chaos of a hectic life. By Jill Bot Taylor. So. When people like for me, I've been preaching peace, protecting my peace for almost a year, two years now. And girl, I am going through some stuff, some real stuff. And once I go through it, and once I get to the other side, because I'm starting to see that the storm is passing over. Once I get there, I'm going to share with you. You are not going to believe it. But guess what? I am protecting my peace of mind in the midst of the normal chaos of a hectic life because that is what that is the priority life is lifing it's not going to stop it's not going to change but what you can do about it can you can protect your peace in the midst of it you can do things that are intentional for you so that you can handle the hectic the hectics of life (sighs) can you tell i'm passionate (laughs) All right, so let me give you my top ten ways or strategies or tex- techniques with dealing with stress. Uh, one, physical activity and exercise. This is this has been shown to be the most effective way to cope with stress. Believe it or not, working that body, sweating, building up your heart rate, getting taking that frustration out on working out. And also in the mix of that, you're going to look good. Um, Two, prayer and meditation. Prayer and meditation. And for me, obviously prayer comes first before anything and everything in my life. But um, these did not, I didn't put them in a specific or I just put them in an order as I was thinking of them. Uh, the, The third thing is give your daily schedule an edit. I remember about three weeks ago, I wrote down everything that I do on a daily basis. So I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I wrote down everything I do from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And I was like, girl, girl, no wonder, (laughs) no wonder. And I had to start taking some things off. And then the second thing came with that, uh, excuse me, the fourth thing came with that delegating and or hiring help. I started dropping my laundry off. Um, I've been doing curbside uh, pickup on groceries, things that I you know that I prefer that I don't need to pick out myself like produce and things like that. Um, curbside pickup, um, my laundry dropping my laundry off, meal planning. so meal planning on Saturday for the rest of for the week has changed my life. All I have to do is heat the food up, what? You know, (laughs) then cooking every single night, I don't know. Um, Number five, journaling your feelings and emotions. No matter what, if you're feeling super duper good, write it down, What's, what's happening right now that's making you feel like that. If you're feeling super duper bad, what is happening right now that's making you feel like that? How can you change it? What, you know, journaling your thoughts. And what I love about that truthfully is going back and looking at it because I write the date and the time when I journal. So I'll go back a year, I'll go back and I'll be like, wow, like girl, you was, you was happy here. Like, you know, what was that? Like read some more, read more pages, or this was a tough time for you, you know? And I, I don't like to do like months in advance, like months back, but I'll definitely go back a year. Or, cause I've been journaling for, I've always been a writer. So I've been journaling for a long time. Um, six, say no, say no. And you know, I still struggle with it. Meaning I'm the type of person I say, what if I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. So it's very important or, or difficult for me to commit when I get invited somewhere right away. Because if I say yes to you, and then when after I think about it or after I have to think about the process to do it, especially in the 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 this season, this is not my season to be hanging out and going anywhere. But when I think about it and I'm like, oh God, I don't feel like it. I already said yes, I got to keep my word and you know, blah, blah, blah. so I, I really struggle with committing to um to, to you know RSVP and things like that because I sometimes and then I have to say, you know what? this is not serving me right now. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing this. What is it? What is that stake? What do I have to do? And it's not personal. It's not. It's just, I have to commit to my no. I have to stay true to my no. And that even goes for doing things for people in a sense too, you know? Um, now, these, remember, these are all ways that you are, that you can um, contribute to your stress to become stress less. Um, so just before I continue one is physical activity and exercise. Two is prayer or med- and or meditation. Three is giving uh, your daily schedule and edit. Four, delegating or hiring help. Five, journaling your feelings or emotions. Six, simply saying no unapologetically. Uh, seven, stay connected to the people you love. Now, if this person that you love stresses you out, if this person that you love is always dumping their baggage on you, their drama, their baby daddy drama, drop dumping their job drama, just negative, and this person, you love them to death, that is not what this is. Staying connected to people you love that are stress-free. People that bring you true joy, people that you can take a deep breath, a breath of people that are a breath of fresh air. Those are the people that I mean, staying connected to. The people that are are blood suckers and stress you out, put them in the in on a back burner. Limit your time with them. Limit the amount of access they have to you. It just is what it is right now. You're you're saving your life. Um, eight, seek professional support therapist, whatever, you know, whatever you need nine focus on your health, meaning eating healthier foods, um, managing any chronic health issues that you have, like really get into the root of those, whether that means going, goes to going to a doctor, going to a holistic healer, changing your diet, whatever that means, focusing on your health. And lastly was, is 10 getting proper rest. The body needs seven to eight hours of sleep. Now, full disclaimer, I don't sleep seven to eight hours. I get a good five or six. I don't wake up tired though. Um, And when my body is tired or when I am, I rest. So you have to just know your body. And so these are the 10 ways that is going to help you to de-stress your life. Okay, stress management techniques is so important. It's so important. I hope that this, you know, this helps you. I hope you were able to like maybe write them down so you can go back to them later. If you know someone that is a worry warrior or somebody that stays stressing over something, um, share this podcast episode with them. It's very important that we share things that we're learning, things that are helping us. And that's my whole mission. That's my whole goal is to help other moms to prioritize their health and their self-care because I once wasn't doing that, and now that I am doing it, and I see the difference, and I see that the people that I am helping sees the difference, I'm sharing it, and I don't and I don't care, and I feel like it's important. So if you are listening to this and you think, oh, Susie could benefit from this episode, or you know whatever, share it with her, and you can leave me a five star review. It's free and it helps the show, so I appreciate you for that. Uh, before we go, let's end with our mindset declarations. And these declarations are specifically for stress relief. Um, Write them down, add them to your book of declarations, speak life over yourself, speak life over your circumstance, speak life over your families. The power is in the tongue. And if you believe it, speak what you seek until you see what you said. I'm a firm believer in that God is so good all the time. I ain't no preacher, but I know where my help comes from. Um, So here we go. With every air that I exhale, I release tension. I choose to find small moments of peace today. I am able to identify what is within my control in this situation. And basically, you know, with, with that is, in order to stress less, is. Focusing on the things that you can control. A lot of times stress and overwhelm comes from things that are out of our control. We can't control other people, we can't control other people's reaction to us, or we can control how we react. Okay. So again, I hope this has helped you. Um, I love you. I want you to be well. If you are interested in um becoming a better version of yourself, if you're interested in Prioritizing your health. I again am um, offering a coaching, uh, excuse me. I am offering a better health mom chat. And this is where we will discuss the roadblocks that are stopping you from becoming your best self, from achieving your goals. We will discuss your dreams, desires, the ultimate ones, the ones that scare you. And then we will think of some strategies to jumpstart your journey to becoming just what it is that you desire to be, have, and do. Um, I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. Follow me on all social media, Tasha Talks Life, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, also TikTok. I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere, Twitter. But um, those are my two main platforms. I also, um, you could visit Better Health Mom, BetterHealthMom.com to check out the program, get some more information about it. Uh, the, cohorts, the next cohort is To Be Determined because I'm in one right now. It is an eight-week program. And yeah, so again, I love you. I want you to be well. And remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sis Stop Soaking Podcast. If you enjoyed and are looking to take your health and mindset to the next level, then you need to book a Better Health Discovery call with me. During this 30 minute fast paced call, we will identify any and all of your roadblocks. We will identify all of your dreams and desires, as well as the next steps to jumpstart your journey. The link is in the show notes. And sis, don't forget to leave a five star review if you enjoyed as well.